Hey, Power Suiters, we've just released the dates for our 2024 Power Sessions in Christchurch, Wellington, Auckland, Melbourne, and Sydney. We'd love to meet you in person for our month-long transformative leadership program specifically designed for women. Save your spot at powersuit.com. Welcome to Power Up, the podcast that uncovers the unique challenges women leaders face today. Join your hosts, Nat and Kristen, as we dive into the tough topics and provide actionable insights you can apply right now. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Hello, hello. Welcome to another, actually our first mini-sode episode of 2024. And this one has come in and is titled, How to Get Noticed by Senior Leaders. And I'm going to read out the question now, okay? Yes, and for people who aren't aware of these mini-sodes yet, we accept all your questions in our inbox, hello at powersuit.com. Any career questions, leadership questions, challenges on your brain, you send them to us and we answer them in 15 minutes. Love it. Read it. Do it. My current focus at work is to build my exposure with senior leaders. How do you go about being noticed and recognized by senior leaders? building their rapport, particularly when you aren't in their direct reporting line. I love this one. Yeah, because a lot of us think that our work speaks for itself, and it doesn't. Everyone is so busy. No one has the time to spend looking around and going, what did they do? What did they do? What hidden secret stuff have they been delivering that they didn't? Like, it's not fair or reasonable to expect that people will pick up on your value just from quietly going about your work because it's hard yeah and at power suit we want women to take up more space and what does more space mean we need to be seen and we need to be heard and that's not often just quietly getting work done and having it be recognized it never works that way yeah make it easy for them to see how valuable you are and I had written this down as an example for later but I do like this as an analogy. I sat my driver's test about 20 odd years ago and I was nervous and my brother-in-law said, just think about this as delivering the best, easiest drive and most comfortable drive to the driving, whatever is it, what's it called? Instructor, Instructor whatever. Ever. Yeah. Like that is your goal is to make their life so wonderful right now. And I feel like that applies here is if you take that attitude of how do you make their lives better and add value to them? You're sort of starting to ask the right questions. Yeah, that's interesting. Like that. So being noticed at work, it means that your boss and all the other higher ups in in an organization, which there are because we live in a world that's organized by hierarchy, but they recognize your contributions and your value at work. And it's important that they know this because they have a vested interest in their organization or their team or this project succeeding, which means that your contribution to it is important. And if they learn what you're good at and who you are and how you can make that better, they're going to maximize your contribution. And this so. is, in my opinion, a great example of power suit changing, navigating the system. The system's currently set up that women don't network as much. The The old boys club is often alive and well. So people promote the people they see a lot. And in that world, they're seeing the guy who turns up for beers, the guy who they can connect with over cricket or whatever else, this is our way of working that system and highlighting value in a way that's authentic because it is the value you add. So when it comes times for promotion and pay rises, they've got the guy who goes drinking with them and the woman who solved all their problems. Yeah. And that, and at the moment, they have the guy who goes drinking with them and this invisible person who 
who knows what she's up to. Yeah. And so I love the idea. We always talked about talk about this is kind of the playing board or the chessboard that we happen to be on. And so one of the moves we're going to do and one of the answers for today's mini-sode is getting known. How do you go about getting known at work? And we have three main points for it. So I'm going to let you take away the first one, Nat. Cool. Know and communicate. <laughs> Know and communicate your personal brand. And we do a lot of this work in power sessions, understanding your unique identity as a leader and your unique strengths, really stepping into them. So who are you and what do you want to be known for? Really actually learning that first, because a lot of us haven't spent the time to sit down and go, who am I and what is the value, the unique value I bring? So highly recommend doing that first and then conveying that. Yeah. Do you want to chip well, into how you just to double it? down on why that's so important that you know it and you convey it is because if you're not telling your story, someone else is. Someone else is slapping a label on you. And that's because as humans, that's how we organize the world. We put everyone in boxes. It simplifies uh, the amount of time we spend on thinking and analyzing. And we put people in boxes and they will put you in a box. And so if you always deliver your exceptional deliverer, that will be your label. If you want to actually be known for something else, here's your, your opportunity to really craft what is it that you want to be known for. Now, conveying it, actually, that's going to be the next two points, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's starting to tell your story uh, a little bit more about how is it that you're currently moving the needle, how you want to move the needle, how you want to contribute, speaking up at meetings. I mean, I guess all that stuff is conveying it, isn't it? Well, it is, but it's sort of, I, I think the, um, to your point about what, if you don't control what you're known for, it'll be controlled outside of you. And I think most of us know people by their most obvious traits. So if you walk into a room and you don't know someone very well and they're quiet, you'll remember them as the quiet one. Whereas actually they could be the polymath is that what it's called? Philomath, Philomath, the thinker um who has a huge amount of really interesting stories but they didn't present that to you so you walk away just going that's a quiet person if you go into a meeting and and I've been in this case a lot and there's a person sitting there who doesn't engage or ask questions I'm not thinking oh my goodness that person's a deep thinker I'm thinking they're disengaged <laughs> yes. so we make it really easy to spot your greatest strengths yes. and not leave it to the really obvious box boxes yes. that you can be put in and your strengths can come through your insights and yours are different than anyone else anyone else's and they are valuable we guarantee you we guarantee you so prep a little bit before the meetings with a few things that you want to say as it relates to your insights around what's happening in that meeting or if you are a philomath and a thinker and need a little bit more time make sure you do a follow-up email the next day oh, and ask questions in yep. the meeting and ask actively questions. listen like those skills really help too yes the other little um tip I wrote down as well and this has happened to me before when I've had to follow up with the team for information after a meeting and then one person the next time was like I apologize you had to ask last time I've, I'm proactively sending this to you this time so that I immediately saw that person paid attention they recognized when they hadn't delivered the standard that they wanted and they went out of their way to make my life easier and mm. that was a really small task so yeah, I feel it. like Knowing what's on the burden on the seniors' plates or their top priorities 
and really going, what can I do to obviously show that I am, and actually add the value, but make sure it's obvious that you're adding the value. You've noticed something and you're doing something about it. Another way of saying that actually is a lot of people describe that as managing up and managing up Mm. is making their lives easier. What is the information they need to know? How is it you're, you're getting them across things without increasing their mental load, so on and so forth. So yeah, the know and communicate your personal brand is the first step because it's really important that you walk into these next to uh, these next two uh, solutions as part of this question uh, armed with your personal brand and your and possibly your elevator pitch as well mm-hmm. so, so the second point, point yes is events and parties when we hear the term networking it's like oh gross I'm going to go to some conference it's going to be scary everyone is in these circles We've got some little tips on how to break through to those. May I join you? It's a perfect one. Um, but all events and parties and morning teas, these are opportunities to network. And all networking is, is building authentic relationships. So view everything in and during the workplace where a gatherings of people happening, this is a time to network. Absolutely. And I met someone the other day who is a, uh is very nervous sort of talking to people she doesn't know. So she's practicing it and she's practicing it in a really easy way. She'll go into a shop and try and have a quick conversation with the owner of the shop or the person working at the shop to really sort of just practice starting conversations with strangers or people she doesn't feel comfortable with and just saying a few things. And I like you've written some notes here about starting with something that you may have noticed about them. Like, I really like what you did here or Mm. I've been working on this project and I was just wanting to give you an update on it. Something just have a couple of those sort of ideas in your back pocket. And as per, don't go too big. Like you might find there's one leader or a senior leader that you feel like you've connected with in a meeting or they align or that you look up to them. Just focus on that one person. You don't have to talk to everyone on day one, but you may be a natural networker. Amazing. If you're not, just pick one and just set yourself the task of starting a conversation with one person that you admire. And that's a great starting point as well. Tell them why you admire them. Yes, yes, yes. The work that they've done or why you love, you'd like to learn a little bit more about their role and their priorities and what's, but what is, what are some of the big issues on their mind at the moment? So it could be getting really curious. Equally, you'd mentioned this earlier, talk about the latest thing that you're working on and why you love it. Assuming it's strategic and interesting, you can just say, I really loved doing this project or I'm loving working on this because XYZ, I'm getting to know our customers better or I can see, you know, some of where the spend creep is happening in our business, whatever it is, start to talk about some real, I suppose, strategic things that matter to that level, like have a little bit of a think and then how you're contributing um, and just make it known that you're observing these things. Absolutely. And Mm. I would say I would have a caveat for that one, that it should always point back to you adding value to their lives and making their lives easier. And this probably sounds quite harsh, but I think it's a really important thing to be aware of. We've probably all been in situations a lot where someone's come up and been like, hey, I'd love to pick your brains for half an hour. Or, hey, can you help me with this? And you're like, I don't know you. I'm really busy. Why am I like, what? Who are you? And so if you come at it rather than a, and I'm trying to think of a recent example because I think it happened quite recently to me and I was like, ooh, versus I want to go up and make your life, like give you a moment of delight or mm. make you have a great experience rather than 
kind of I want something out of this straight away can be quite a good way to think about it. Yeah, especially with senior leaders who are busy and have high mental load, but which leads us actually quite nicely into the third and final point, recognizing we have four minutes, is build personal connections, like connect over anything. Because once you have a personal relationship, asks become so much easier. Mm -hmm. So it could be that that person hadn't contacted you over anything and all of a sudden you get an ask and you're like, man, this feels a bit weird. Mm -hmm. So I love connecting in the, I don't know, it could be the kitchen or it could be at the copier or whatever, wherever people congregate nowadays. It could be just pre-meeting. I love, you know, going in for the kill and asking questions about what they got up to on the weekend or it doesn't even it can be just come out in natural conversation like I usually test out oh did you watch the cricket game last night or oh no. <laughs> if they say yes shut it down if they say yes I double down and I talk about it like I, I know what I'm talking about same thing with if I get a little hint of what they did on the weekend if it's something related to family what an easy follow-up question tell me about your kids what age are they what school I mean oh my gosh it's endless get to know yeah. and build a bit of relationship in um what is it it's it's commonalities once people yeah. you know you have something in common that's what your next conversation Ugh. will come off of like Absolutely. hey how is your latest tennis game if that, you know and you all see it around or, the office right where someone yeah. will be like oh what and they've got this little in joke that they've created over something that they're yes. really interested in together and that can be so small and so casual yeah and i think again I don't know if it's a caveat to that, but a, a rule or a general rule of thumb for that is ask expansionary questions. Don't ask yes, no questions. Mm. Like, how was your weekend? Good. <laughs> like, that could be the answer. Yeah. Um, or it could be, did you watch the cricket? Yes, blah, blah, blah. Or no, nah, I didn't get around to it. And vice versa, when if you get asked a question, try, and I know there's introverts and I know there's different ways of thinking and how different brains work, but try and deliver more than the minimum amount of and be specific because that good answer is so painful and yeah. you know and, and there's you videos shut down there's videos going around where it's like asking the obligatory how is your holiday season how is this and everyone's yeah. like good yeah good busy blah. but if you are asked how is this be like oh i tried to play chess and that was interesting. And tell a little story. Wonderful. Oh my goodness, people love it. It's like Which, basic PR, isn't it? You yeah. don't have to answer the question they asked. Asked, how was your holiday? Amazing. I started surfing. Yeah. Like you've just yeah. changed it into a whole different topic. Exactly. And this is where to end on this final point of be you, be uniquely you. Nowhere in this answer are we saying be a chameleon, be like them, fake your, um, you know, that you like sport. If you know that person likes sport. The great thing is if you have these quirky traits or hobbies or it's so interesting. Yeah. And even if you don't share them in common, if you say, oh, I was at a board game um, competition on the weekend. Oh, my it's goodness. Memorable. It is so memorable. And that person will go, what? What is that? And what do you do there? And the next time they see you, they'll be like, wow, that person does this. And that is incredible. And so there is there will be interest about your uniqueness. So just be yourself. And I agree. And it confident. showcases your strengths too. even yeah. that example, like surfing, you have to have tenacity, tenacity, you have to try it things. Yes. You are someone who likes to learn like all of these little examples, both connect you, but also show off how strong you are in yeah. different areas. Yeah. Getting known. Know and communicate your personal brand. People connect over sharing. Yes. Events and parties. They are networking. And finally, make those personal connections. Humans 
connect with humans. And we'd love to hear your tips too. If you have recently managed to, and we've heard this from a few power suitors who've managed to tap into a senior network and that has given them some different job opportunities or they've been given special projects and all that sort of stuff. So if you've got tips on how you've managed to land something like that, we'd love to hear it because that's the ultimate outcome, right? Yep. Progression opportunities, all sorts of stuff that you get out of these relationships. Well done. We've done it. 15 minutes. And we will catch you all next time, everyone. Bye. Bye.